Wednesday, August thirtieth, two thousand and seventeen. We got a uh, we got a pretty decent show lined up for you. I think today got uh, gonna talk a little bit about the hurricane and everything going on down in Texas and the Gulf of Mexico. Gonna recap uh, the Mayweather McGregor fight a little bit. Gonna talk a little video games and uh, why, <clears throat> excuse me, and why two uh, K is causing some controversy with a certain fan base. We gotta bring back a fun segment that I used to do on The Buzz, uh, the morning show on KGRG, and we're going to talk a little wrestling at the end of the day. Now, I have uh, some plugs here, or at least I wrote down plugs. Don't really have many, so this could be my plug to you. If you have a band, if you have uh, some music that you want to get out and be put on a podcast, or if you even have a podcast that you just want to advertise, send me an mp3 at the Dave Sanders show at gmail.com and we'll get it up on to a future episode. But uh, we are going to talk, of course, first about the uh, tra- tragic events that are happening down in Texas right now. Historic flooding. I-, I heard this morning as much as 52 inches in some areas of rain has just fallen and hasn't stopped for, what, uh, five days now? They're finally getting some blue skies. Hopefully that means the end is here for them as far as the storm. Uh, but now the the real tough part is coming up. And, uh, of course, my thoughts are with everybody affected by the storm. Uh, I have a couple friends out in the area and a couple friends out in the area that the uh, new path of the storm because it kind of backed out back into the Gulf, re-strengthened a little bit. It's not what it was when it hit Texas uh, back this past Saturday morning. But it is still a powerful storm, so uh, be safe out there to all my friends in the path of this thing. As we've seen, even at its that's weakened now, it's still a force to be reckoned with. So be safe out there. Um, the latest numbers, there's reportedly 30 dead uh, as a result of the storm, whether it be the flooding. Uh, I saw some fires happening, uh, just a bad situation altogether over there. Uh, they did. The city of Houston has implemented a curfew from midnight to 5 a.m. local time. Uh, that's to make sure that people are safe. That way, there's not anybody out during the nighttime. Uh, also, as with all natural disasters, unfortunately, some looting has taken place, some uh, some bad things. So just be safe out there. I cannot stress that enough. And I'll get into my thoughts on the whole hurricane thing here soon because there's a there's a some controversy around uh a few people well mainly one but i'm sure there was others that didn't open too and we'll touch on that here in a moment uh there was reports that a lot of the affected um that have damage to their homes might not be able to rebuild after it due to not having insurance uh there was a I guess they report that only two out of 10 people in that area had homeowner's insurance that would have covered this. 
So if anything else, um, just look into it. I mean, just get basic insurance. That, that, that'd be my recommendation. I rent and I'm out here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and we had to have renter's insurance just to move in. Uh, it's only a few bucks a month for me. I don't know how much homeowners, uh, how that compared with renters. I'm sure it's a little bit steeper price. But as we've seen, um, it can uh, it can take a toll if you don't have it. So definitely at least look into it to make sure that you are protected in all, in all capacities. Uh, damage from this storm is expected to top $35 billion, with a B, in damages, making it the worst... Uh, weather-related damage estimate that I've ever heard. I mean, this is worse than Katrina back in 05, and I know a lot of people um, that were affected by that as well. So definitely a bad situation there. And, you know, you would think that if you have a church, you would want to welcome, you would want to open that up, you would want to prep this. I mean, you see a hurricane coming at you. You can, It's not like an earthquake where it just hits out. It's not like a tsunami where it can hit out of nowhere. I mean, we, I know we have tsunami alerts now. It's still not a perfect system. It's better than an earthquake, though. These storms, you can see coming at you for days at times. We knew that this was going to be a bad one with the way that they were talking for about a week before. I personally, I, I have never had to live in that kind of an area. I've visited there. I've been through there. Never had to live in an area that was affected by hurricanes. So I don't know what the, if I can speak to it, but I know if it was in my, if I was in that area, I would have prepped a kit, prepped a going away kit, gotten, made sure I had the means to travel if I needed to, and just gotten out. Now I know a lot of people can't do that. There's there's those that don't have anywhere else to go. There's those that um, are tough to move or can't move due to medical situations. When that, for those people, that's why these kind of places need to be open. The shelters, the the churches, everything else. Now, Joel Osteen has taken a lot of criticism over the last few days for not opening up his mega church in Houston. Uh, to house some of the refugees coming in, some of those that have lost everything, that have lost their houses, had nowhere else to go, and they're basically just floating on down the river, basically, in whatever they can make. There's reports of flooding in his area, and his building was flooded, which many, many reports have come out since then, stating that, no, it was not. It was the hotel across the street was able to house uh, evacuees. Why not open your church? There's also a lot of speculation that he didn't open it because he didn't want what happened to the Superdome to happen again. Okay, I, I understand that to a point, but you can't lump everybody together thinking they're going to do the same exact things. I, I Again, I, I never lived there, so I don't know if I can speak to this truthfully, let me know on Twitter what you would do at Dave Sancho. Let me know. What would you just get out of the way? I mean, would you heed the evacuation orders? Now, I know Houston didn't have an evacuation order per se, but and actually there was a lot of um, a lot of officials saying no, stay in, don't come out of your house. I don't think they expected it to get to the level it did in Houston, 
I know they're more worried about the the uh, cities right on the Gulf there, but Houston seemed to have taken a huge brunt of this because of how the storm stalled over. But let let me know what you think, though. Let me know what you would do if you were in this situation. Would you just pack up everything and go, or would you ride it out and hope for the best, uh, no matter what anyone is telling you? Let me know at the Dave Sand Show. Or sorry, let let me know at Dave Sand Show. You just stop putting the there because there's not enough characters in a Twitter name for all that. Once again, uh, my thoughts are with those affected and hope that everything can be salvaged and rebuilt in a orderly and timely fashion for everybody. Switching gears, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Mayweather and McGregor fight from this past Saturday night. I watched it live. Uh, I, I, I had to. I mean, it felt like it was a spectacle that I needed to see for myself. Um... There was a fight before, and I cannot recall the guys' names. And I wish I could. I'll, I'll, um, that's on me. That's bad show prep for anyone who's taking radio classes. Horrible show prep on my part. Don't do that. But uh, there was a fight before the main event um, where a guy won by TKO. But if you look at the, the replays, and I actually saw it live, too. He came around and hit him in the back of the head where he went down and then pushed him down by his head. Very unsportsmanlike. I don't understand why they didn't disqualify him there. But he ended up winning. It was for a title that he wasn't even able to make weight in. So he won the fight, but not the title. Once again, I'll get the names uh, later. I should have gotten them before. I apologize. But the main event, of course, was Floyd Money Mayweather taking on Conor McGregor in Conor's first professional fighting or professional boxing match. Now, he, he was on the fast track to boxing when he was younger. That, that All that's been widely reported on. He's been doing MMA for the last so many years. But I don't think anybody, myself included, expected McGregor to not only last as long as he did, but to actually look good, especially near the beginning of the match. Um, Mayweather did win by via TKO in the 10th. Uh, speaking of that, thank you to all those who voted on my Twitter poll. Uh, 52% uh, Mayweather, 48% Pitch McGregor, 84 votes overall. Thank you all for voting and sharing the poll as well. But yes, Mayweather won by TKO in the 10th when Connor didn't look like he could defend himself anymore. The ref stopped it. I think could have kept going, but I think it would have ended about five seconds after they, after he stopped it, if they would have kept it going. Uh, Mayweather, you know what? McGregor, in my eyes, won the first three rounds. Now, they showed the scorecards afterwards. I don't understand why people gave uh, Mayweather rounds two and three. I don't understand that. McGregor landed more shots and looked better. Yeah, Mayweather did not... He didn't look like he, the last time I fought him, because... I said on the on the podcast last week, I believe it was, or I said to some friends, I can't remember now, this fight was going to go one of two ways. It was either knockout in 30 seconds by Floyd, or he'll draw it out, dance around, get his points, and go to the decision. It didn't happen either way. That, that was the way I thought it was, because I was mainly going off, the, off of the Pacquiao fight, where he just danced around, got his points, got his, got his punches in, where he basically just dominated that way. Floyd looked like he took some damn good shots. He was trying to knock out Conor McGregor here. He really was. 
I don't. I expected a knockout fully by one of them because Connor was, for for lack of a better term, but Connor was holding his own there, and he actually did really good on that. Um, there was some times though that Connor did, I think, forget that this was a boxing match because he tried some go behinds. I think for takedowns, he was doing a lot of rabbit punches, which. He did stop for the most part um, after he was called out on it, but a lot of that too was Floyd ducking and make and making Connor throw those type of punches. So it, it was an interesting fight. It was a lot better than I had given it credit for. I actually thought it was going to be either really boring or just really fast. So congrats to Floyd, fifty and zero. Some say fifty one and zero because you know WrestleMania twenty four happened and he knocked out the Big Show. But that wasn't a sanctioned boxing match, so yeah. And congrats to Connor. Um, looking good out there. Does this mean that he's going to be boxing more? Uh, is he going to go back to UFC? Or there's always rumors that he's going to WWE because of his character. I don't know. I, I kind of want to see more boxing out of him myself. I, I'm not joking. I kind of want to see that. What we're not going to be seeing, though, anymore, apparently, is uh, Floyd. He is officially retiring this time. He's actually serious about this one. 50-0, I think, is a great way to go out. You don't want to tarnish that and possibly lose uh, later on. I mean, he's not the speed's not as much there as it was in his younger years. But it's still there. Still, though, 50-0. Congrats, Floyd Money Mayweather. Gonna take a break here. Uh, we're gonna play a song uh, that I love. Um, we're gonna play some Four Non Blondes off of their only album back in the 90s. This is Spaceman. You're listening to The Dave Sanders Show.
there, neighborinos. The handle's Mr. Most Days Off, but my friends call me Miles, and I'm the host of the Best Darn Diddly Review Show. Hello, Mr. Most Days Off. <laughs> and that's my best friend, Richie the Wizkid, the co-host of Best Darn Diddly. Hi, ho there, podcasterinos. The Best Darn Diddly Review Show is a weekly journey through the entire Simpsons series, hosted by us, two guys who grew up loving The Simpsons. We discuss every diddly, every doodly, and every do. So lace up your assassin sneakers, put on your skin-tight ski suit, and head down the slopes with us at Best Darn Diddly. Stupid, sexy, best darn diddly. You can catch us each and every Monday on bestdarndiddly.com. Welcome back in. Uh, like I said, if you have a commercial up for a podcast that you want to uh, have heard on my podcast, send it in MP3 format to the Dave Sanders Show at gmail.com, and I'll get it into a rotation uh, in a future podcast. All right, uh, we're going to be bringing back a segment uh, that I loved, and that was my, one of my babies up at the Buzz at KGRG. Um, but we'll get to that here in a minute. But first, I kind of want to talk about a little controversy going on in the video game world. So uh, two, NBA 2K18 was announced, and uh, they're putting out a bunch of old classic teams or adding some of those in. But they're starting out, a, uh, as far as I can see, a new thing this year, an all-time team for each team. Um, like the Cavs will have LeBron James and uh, Ilgaskis, Mark Price, uh, all them. The Suns will have Tom Chambers and uh, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, all them. There's a little controversy, though, going on, and uh, one of my... Uh, one of the ones I used to listen to up in Seattle, Dave Softy Mahler uh, on 950 KJR up there, uh, tweeted out that he's probably, uh, he's definitely going to be boycotting the game. I've seen a lot of people up in Seattle also talking about boycotting the this version of 2K, uh, NBA 2K18, because, uh, well, there's an all-time Thunder team. And to be honest... There's only four members of the Thunder on the all-time Thunder team because, you know, the Thunder has only been around for about 10 years. <sighs> I, I, I can see why they had to do it because they had to include all 30 teams. I, I get that. But to see Detlef, Sean Kemp, Dennis Johnson, Lenny Wilkins, Jack Sigma, Dale Ellis, all these Seattle Supersonic legends... Wearing Oklahoma City blue. That's a slap in the face more so than what Sacramento and Milwaukee did to Seattle. By teasing the move to Seattle. And then all of a sudden, nope, we're going to stay here because we just use you as leverage. Oh, well. The only thing, and and this is even a, a small thing, I don't think you'll actually save it. But the only thing I can hope for in this is if they have the Sonics unis as a an alternate or a backup type jersey. I I, I broke it down. <laughs> like I said, Thunder have four players on here. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka, J- James Harden. Yes, Durant could could have went either way because, you know, he was drafted the last year the Sonics were in town, uh, along with Jeff Green that one year. But... The list of Sonics, you have Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Lenny Wilkins, Atlas Shrimp, Ray Allen, Spencer Haywood, Tom Chambers, Xavier McDaniel, Dale Ellis, Jack Sigma, and Dennis Johnson. 
<sighs> seeing all those people in Oklahoma City blue, I, I just can't picture it, and I don't want to. So uh, let me hear you. Uh, what do you think about this situation with the uh, 2K game? I mean, is it is it justified, or should they have somehow split that up? Maybe maybe had an all Sonics and had an all Thunder. Granted, most of your Thunder would be in the uh, high 80, or low 80s, high 70s, but still. Let me know what you think at Dave Sand Show. But now it is time. We here at the Dave Sanders Show have just one question for you. What day is it? Could you please tell me? What day is it? I'm confused, you see. Is it Sunday? No. Is it Monday? No. Is it Tuesday, Blue Day? It's time to find out what day it is. I think that's why that segment was popular on the buzz, honestly. Uh, was the song. Um, yes, it is time to find out what day it is for this day, Wednesday, August 30th, 2017. Now, a little uh, background on this segment. I I love odd things. I love odd holidays. And basically, I found places where I could find what, well, to be honest, what day it is. So instead of celebrating like the President's Day, Labor Day, Christmas, all this stuff, we're going to talk about the lesser-known holidays in this segment, and we're going to do this once a week. So it is time to find out what day it is, and today it is National Marshmallow Day. With summer coming to a close, today is the perfect opportunity to invite friends and family together around a campfire and toast up some marshmallows. The history of the marshmallow dates all the way back to ancient Egypt, and the Egyptians harvested the sweet, gooey extract of the mallow plant and used it to make candy. It was a very special treat back then, reserved exclusively for gods and royalty. The modern-day marshmallows we know and love today emerged during the 19th century. Now, there's different levels of toasting a marshmallow, and that, that's what I'm going to be doing later with my kids. I'm probably going to just fire up the grill, get a bag of the giant marshmallows, get some sticks, and just roast some marshmallows, maybe make some s'mores. I don't know yet, but... What level of singe is perfect for a marshmallow? That's what I want to know from you, and that's, that's going to be our question of the week. I'm going to try and tie that into the uh, what day is it segment as much as I can, unless, of course, something huge happens. Um, but let me know. I'm going to put a few different types out there here uh, after the show gets uploaded. What do you think the perfect singe is? Is it that barely gold like barely even tell just get the inside warmed up a little bit or are you one of those death to all black metal type black marshmallow lovers i'll have a couple other uh, options in there too but to celebrate national toast of marshmallow day grab a stick and a bag of marshmallows and head outside to toast some marshmallows over the fire and enjoy the last few weeks of the summer season now, uh, there are a few other holidays I, that I won't go into detail on, but I'll bring up. Today is also Slinky, uh, yeah, Slinky Day. It's hard to say at times. Uh, who, who doesn't love pushing a Slinky down the stairs and watching it? I only got down like two. It never went all the way down for me. Today is also National Beach Day. Uh, so we're out to the beach if once you're out of work or out of school and uh, get some rays. And today is also Frankenstein Day. So I think I'm going to go watch some Young Frankenstein after this. Come on, next we're going to be getting into the wrestling segment of the show, and boy, a lot of happened. Um, Can you play our song? Okay, lead singer from Asia. I guess we're playing Asia. Only time will tell. You're listening to the Dave Sanders Show. Yeah, my show's getting taken over by the family guy. 
And welcome back in to the Dave Sanders Show. I am your host, Dave Sanders, hence the name of the show. Now, uh, last week I went into pretty depth, in-depth detail of uh, NC TakeOver, SummerSlam, Raw SmackDown. I won't go as deep into Raw SmackDown this week. I am going to talk, of course, what everybody's talking about on Raw, the uh, the massacre of Roman Reigns on live TV. But first, we're going to start out with a, another controversy that happened over the weekend. Uh, while Connor and Floyd were fighting in the boxing ring down in Mexico, AAA, one of the... Uh, top promotions question mark in, in Mexico and I say top like that and if you follow AAA at all you know why I say that if you don't they are not very well perceived in the wrestling world um, they have alliances with GFW the former TNA right now and also have supplied uh, wrestlers for the Lucha Underground series which airs on El Rey which by the way, what's going on with that? I have not heard anything about a new season yet, and that's odd, considering that they're usually hyping the crap out of that for for weeks at a time. I have not seen that yet, and I'm worried about that. But I'm also worried for a lot of other reasons. A lot of the uh, wrestlers have left AAA and or LU, so I'm keeping my eyes out, but I'm not very optimistic right now. And Saturday night is another reason I'm not optimistic about AAA at, or LU at all, because one of the AAA slash LU's biggest star, <laughs> sexy star is actually her name, uh, reportedly went into business for herself. Now, I'm going to break the fourth wall here. John's going to do it later. I'm going to do it now. Wrestling scripted. We all know this by now. It's not fake in the terms of if they get her or not, but the outcomes are determined and matches are usually planned out one way or another. Either they plan it all out behind the scenes and hit every spot out there, or they have a guideline that they go by and then they go out and put out a hell of a hell of a nut. So Sensei Star was in a fatal four-way. Um, I should have gotten the other two women's names. I apologize, but the one in question here, I got of course got her name. Her name is Rosemary. She is uh, part of the TNA GFW roster. Normally. And Sexy Star decided to go, you know what? I'm going to put this arm bar on and I'm not going to let go. And I'm actually going to seriously hurt you. I don't know if that's actually what she thought, but that's what it seemed like she did. So the finish was Sexy Star wins uh, after Rosemary tapped out. Sexy decides to keep the arm bar on and actually engages it to the point where it tore uh, Rosemary's tricep. Pretty bad. There's some uh, um, bruising from the blood vessels popping as well. Uh, a lot of people, I, I've seen reports everywhere from separated shoulder to broken arm uh, because of this, but it looks like the most consistent thing I've seen so far is torn tricep, which is still bad. Um, Vampiro, who is the main booker there, has yet to comment officially, except to come out and say on his personal Facebook page that his personal Facebook page is for personal things and not business, and he will not be responding to anything about the business on his personal page. Thank you, Vampiro, for, you know, setting that record straight. But uh, Sexy Star has pretty much alienated herself from the uh, wrestling business. Uh, people... Like Cody Rhodes uh, has come out and said he want, that Setsy Star will not step into a locker room as long as he's around. Uh, Paige has come out and said that it's time to black, blacklist her. 
that we don't need people like her in the business. Uh, many or, many others have come out in support of Rosemary and against Sexy Star. There is, of course, the uh, the uh, the pessimist in everybody that oh, this is all a work. This is all part of the show. Everything I've seen so far has shown that this is not part of the show, and that she went into business for herself. Triple A needs to come out and make a statement on this, or else they're gonna make be as, looking as bad, if not worse, than Sexy Star in all this. And Rosemary. Hope for a speedy recovery. Uh, hope you get back in the ring soon and don't let this discourage you. Don't let one bad egg discourage you from going and pursuing your dream. So now we're going to talk about the live massacre on Monday Night Raw of Roman Reigns. So if you know me, and there's a few of you out there that listen naturally know me, I don't hate Roman Reigns. I don't particularly care for him. But I don't hate him. I, I want to see him succeed. I want to see him break out of his shell. I've been wanting to see that for five years. So is everybody else. There's a lot of people that have genuine dislike for him. That's cool that he's not your cup of tea. He's not my cup of tea either, but I want him to succeed. I have said this from day one. What happened on Monday was basically him getting thrown into the deep end after five years of grooming, quote-unquote grooming, realistically uh, squashing his way to the top. Well, I'm going to play a clip here for you because uh, this was Roman's best moment. I I used air quotes around best. He did it again. He's the king of this. He can take anything and spin it. That's what he does. But it blows my mind that he stands out here and he runs his mouth and he's talking about y'all boo him because y'all want him to be a bad guy? They boo you because first of all, you suck. Hey, uh, uh, according to them, so does he, but that's okay, he won a gold medal. Just shut up for a while, how about that? And second of all, go ahead, find it. Go ahead. Oh, wait. It's called a promo. Shut kid. your and mouth. If you want to be the big dog, you're going to have to learn how to do it. So go ahead. <laughs> See you, fourth wall. Yeah, he he looked lost, he seemed lost, he sounded lost. And of course, you're promoing against John Cena. Of course John's going to respond this way. You, you see, you see, because Roman Reigns is a fool. Roman Reigns is a damn fool. There's an old saying, it's better to keep your mouth shut and have people think you're stupid than to open and prove them right. You, of all people, you waltz down here and use the same pathetic excuse that every other single person before you has done. You, with all your gifts and all your opportunities, you have the gall to blame me. That's fine, that's fine, big dog. Congratulations. It took you five years to cut a halfway decent promo, but now I'm about to shrink you down to size. It was my understanding that uh, there was 
calls in the local PD all night after this happened uh, because a lot of people just witnessed a murder on live TV. You don't get, you don't see that very often. You don't see murders that that bloody or that that bad. Oh my god, guys, come on. Okay, so you thought Roman was ready. You send him out against the best, arguably the best talker of this era. What did you expect was going to happen? Nobody has talked to Roman like this, ever. AJ hasn't. Seth hasn't. Dean hasn't. Brock or Paul even haven't. You put this supposed Nets face of the WWE up against the current uh, face of the WWE, and then we get this. When it comes to this yard, you probably haven't learned it yet. There's only one rule, step up or step aside. And over the years, there's been a few to step up, but nobody to ever keep up. And then I finally hear about this one guy, the guy, the Roman Reigns, the one that can keep up. And now I look at you and I listen to you. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, I don't think he can recover from this either. I mean, there's really no reason for this feud to continue. If Roman wins, the, the IWC, the internet wrestling community, will be validated in their hatred for Roman because he only went over Cena so that we can, so that we'll like him basically is what the fans will think. If he loses, that validates the IWC hatred even more because we know now he's not ready. And finally you listen to us. That, that, that's from a fan perspective from the IWC. Finally you listen to us. He's not ready. So stop shoving him down our throats. But we already know you're not going to do that. So... Damn it, we're screwed either way. And let me talk about this too, because they're saying that this is a WrestleMania type match. Why isn't it WrestleMania then? Why? I I don't get the booking this year at all. You gave away John Cena and Nakamura for free on SmackDown three weeks ago. You give away John Cena versus Roman Reigns at a throwaway pay-per-view, No Mercy coming up. You, you're giving away Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman instead of building Braun up more at a throwaway pay-per-view called No Mercy. I, I just don't understand it. I don't. This, maybe you guys can tell me, wrestling fans out there, tell me what I'm not seeing here, why this is a good idea to have these two matches on a throwaway, wait, wait, sorry, a throwaway pay-per-view. I don't get it. Please let me know, at Dave Sancho on Twitter. We're going to come back and wrap things up here. Uh, coming up next is This Gigantic Robot Kills by MC Lars. You're listening to The Dave Sancho Show. Billy built a robot in his parents' garage Because he had a list of problems that he needed to solve He said, I'm sick of the hills Laguna Beach is fake and whack Let's party like it's 96 and bring the horn section back Back before Gwen Stefani started rapping with Pharrell 
gas cost 115 and Goldfinger could sell. When reality TV wasn't scripted or contrived, the brass was fat and bumping and the beats were all played live. See, Billy was obsessed with third wave ska. The mighty Boston's real big fish. Listen, Jake, he's seen them all. He's long for a time when even Bill Clinton played the sax on the White House lawn and kids wore shades and checkered slacks. So Billy's just back in the class and laughs with an open on his lap and he plans his task to make a giant robot. How's that? White shoes, black hat, set to attack the robot Headed to the hills to give those spoiled kids a smack Chris kept Larry, got nine flat As Billy bumped the aquabats He ripped out Misha Barton's spines He cranked safe Ferris and Sublime He burned down Heidi Montag's home And he blast the OC super tones He screamed while smashing Elsie's head Stop, it's not The handle's Mr. Most Days Off, but my friends call me Miles, and I'm the host of the Best Darn Diddly Review Show. Hello, Mr. Most Days Off. <laughs> and that's my best friend, Richie the Whiz Kid, the co-host of Best Darn Diddly. Hi, ho there, podcast arenas. The Best Darn Diddly Review Show is a weekly journey through the entire Simpsons series, hosted by us, two guys who grew up loving The Simpsons. We discuss every diddly, every doodly, and every do. So lace up your assassin sneakers, Put on your skin-tight ski suit and head down the slopes with us at Best Darn Diddly. Stupid, sexy Best Darn Diddly. You can catch us each and every Monday on bestdarndiddly.com. And we're back. Uh, we're going to be, I'm going to be getting out of here soon. Uh, you're listening to the Dave Sanders Show. Follow me on Twitter at Dave Sanders Show. Uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Dave Sanders Show. I'm not using that too much right now. I'll probably use that later on the in the uh in the progressions of the show, but go go give it a like anyways. That way I can have uh, the audience built for whenever I do end up using it more. But Twitter is my uh, main domain, so hit me up at Dave Sand Show. You can email me uh, your links to your songs if you want to have a song featured on my podcast. Email the MP3 to me at uh, the Dave Sanders Show at gmail.com. Also, if you have a commercial or spot you want to play for your uh, for your program, for your podcast, anything, basically. 
shoot that MP3 to me as well at the same address, uh, the Dave Sanders show, the Dave Sanders show at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of time here in the, uh, in the last couple of minutes to talk about, uh, a program that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, the KGRG broadcasting program, or sorry, Green River College, the Green River College broadcasting program up at Green, uh, in Auburn, Washington. If you're going to be in that area or you're considering taking some classes up there, consider this one. Uh, there's a bunch of them out there. There's Journalism 110, where you can uh, learn the aspect of live radio, uh, talking on the mics, doing a little bit of production, just learning basic radio uh, skills and and how to talk on the mic good. Like, I don't know how to do, apparently. Ha. <laughs> um... You can also take Journalism 120, which is the uh, digital radio lab where you can learn voice tracking, which is a standard in radio, and uh, learn how to pre-record stuff a little bit better. There's a bunch of other classes out there. There's basic production, learning how to produce, uh, basically produce, that's, how you, that's all I can say, uh, make sound effects out of stuff, make uh, music sound better, make your voice sound better, stuff like that. There's a bunch of them. Go check them out. Greenriver.edu. Uh, go up to the Student Affairs and Success Building. Go check out the studio if you're up there. Like I said, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, I know a lot of people that went in there that weren't even considering radio. They just took it as elective. Goes toward a credit toward your associate's degree. And they found a love that they didn't even have. So go check them out. Greenriver.edu. Classes begin soon, so get signed up. But that will do it for me today. Uh, next week, I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I'm sure something will come up. <laughs> but um, you've been listening to The Dave Sanders Show. Once again, follow me on Twitter at Dave Sanders Show, Facebook.com slash The Dave Sanders Show. Here on SoundCloud, uh, you can just subscribe to it. That way you'll get an alert on your phone when a new show is posted. And I am finally on iTunes. Finally got the email back. So go check me out over there on iTunes and click the subscribe button over there as well. Until next time, be good humans.